0: Good afternoon, church family. I greet you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining me for this week's Manna for the Lenten Journey. I'm excited about this one. It's a weekly devotional from Kennedy Lane, who is a Christian writer and blogger. Uh, the writer is going to be talking about uh, having a hungry heart for God uh, and what that means biblically. So I want to share that and then offer. a a pocket scripture uh, and prayer uh, for this uh, season and week of Lent. But before I do, let me uh, offer a word of prayer for us. Let's go to the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, O God, Lord, it is so often, Lord, that we hunger for the wrong things forgive us Lord uh, uh, show us mercy Lord when we sin when we go astray Lord when we uh, feast upon the diet oh God that is not physically and spiritually healthy for us so oh God I pray in the name of Jesus Lord that we hear these words that we hunger for the right things that we hunger oh God For the holy things, Lord, that we hunger for you. We ask this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. So let me uh, begin with some scripture as we uh, begin our devotion. It says this, For the bread of God is that which comes down out of heaven and gives life to the world. Then they said to him, Lord, always give us this bread. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will not hunger, and he who believes in me will never thirst. And that's from John six thirty three through 35. Church, we are all trying to uh, find our own way and our own purposes in life. We are all looking for fulfillment, are we not? We want to know... What, of course, is best for our lives and the lives of our loved ones, those that we are close to, and often do not know how to find those answers, right? Here is a way that we should stay hungry for God and always keep his promises in mind. Firstly, your heart feeds off what you are surrounded by. Notice what you're surrounded by, and the people that you have in your life. Are the people you hang out with good influences? Do they have good morals? Do they live like Christ and bring you closer to God? These are all questions that you should ask. And if you find that some of the answers are in fact no, then it might be time to reevaluate and to make some changes in your own life. Here's another scripture from Ezekiel 33:11. Say to them, "As I live," declares the Lord God, "I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn back. Turn back from your evil ways, for why will you die, O house of Israel?" Ezekiel 33:11. Here's another one for us to ponder. Negativity brings in negativity. If you have anything negative in your life, it will only bring more negativity into it. If you associate with anything negative, it will bring more negativity into your life. Are you listening to lies? Are you living in toxic relationships? Giving in to temptation. These are all negative, and you should be aware of these types of actions and how they affect your life. Listen to this from 1 Corinthians 15, 33. These are the Apostle Paul's words. Do not be deceived, he says. Bad company ruins, in fact, good morals. Let me continue here. Positivity brings in positivity. Just like with negativity, if you have positive things in your life and associate with positive things, guess what? There's going to be more positivity brought into your life. Small positive daily actions like prayer, being close and having a relationship with Jesus Christ, grace and having a biblical community, a a small group Bible study, a worshiping congregation. All of these are positives and spiritual wins that can help you grow and deepen your own relationship. Listen to this, Ephesians four twenty-nine. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. Ephesians 4.29 How about this one? Fill yourself with God and less of yourself. Evaluate what you are putting into your life. Are you filling your life with godly things and living as a godly example and spreading his love? The more that you fill your life with Jesus, the more positivity and growth you will see in your own life. You will be able to spread light and love to others through him. Get this. Spend less time trying to control things, yourself, and trust God to take care of things, and everything will, in fact, work out. Maybe not to your own sta- understanding or in your own kind of uh, framework or routine, but that putting it into the mighty hands will work out for uh, the best and even more than you could ever imagine. Listen to this, Matthew six thirty-three. But seek first the kingdom of God, and His righteousness, and all of these things, will be added, not subtracted, but added unto you. So, the pocket scripture that uh, that I wanted to offer, I had a church member come to me Sunday, and she said to me, "You know, I'm reading those pocket scriptures, and I'm memorizing them." Amen. And let me just encourage you to do the same thing. That is why they are there. That is why they are short and sweet and to the point, so you can read it and memorize it and have it when you need it. Okay. So here's uh, here here's the thing, and and it's about uh, it's about satisfying our hunger, not our own hunger, okay, but our hunger for the Lord. Here it is, Psalm one hundred seven nine says this for he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. and I'd like to end with this uh, Latin prayer for us as well. this is one that really spoke to me and i'll I'll let you uh, fill in the blank whenever I, I get to it just to just to add whatever application. Uh, it is for for your own life. So let me let me offer this as our closing prayer. It says this: Help me use this year's Lenten invitation to stroke a hunger for you all year. Help me, O oh God, realize that I'm not too busy or too important to not seek your voice, your security. Your deliverance. As, as you search me, O oh God, cleanse me. Use me to glorify you all the days of my life here. Stand in the way of the things that overstuff my life, blurring my vision of you as my provider. I've given up many things this Lenten season, O oh God. And church, I will just let you fill in the blank of what you are fasting from, of what you have given up completely. So I'll just say this again. I've given up, and I'll let you fill in the blank. I've given up blank this land. But I want to know what is next for me, O oh God. Please... Be Lord of my every day. Reach me, break through, show me your glory. What would you have me to turn from so I can be filled with your presence all year? Reveal to me what you would have me turn toward so I can humbly and gratefully share your sustenance with others. And we ask this always in the mighty name of the Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So church, you have a very blessed day, and I will look forward to being back with you next week. Take care. God bless you. And I hope and pray that this Lenten season for you has been a refreshing one. Take care.